Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, January 23rd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we've got news on Green Lantern Corps, Suicide Squad, and the Supergirl and Flash musical crossover. Yep, so our first piece of news, uh, Umberto Gonzalez and The Wrap have reported a short list for Hal Jordan actors in the Green Lantern Corps movie. And so this isn't official, this isn't coming for anybody, but Umberto's normally pretty good with breaking stuff. Um, but supposedly the actors on the short list right now are Tom Cruise, Joel McHale, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, Army Hammer, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, what do you think of this list, Tom? That is a pretty decent list, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper jumps out to me because I just, I, I think I said before, he would be my top choice for Hal, and I think he would make great sense for the role. I think Tom Cruise would be really good, but he's, I mean, he's getting up there now. Um, Not height-wise, he's like five foot four, but. Well, <laughs> he, he's uh, in age-wise, yeah. I think yeah. I think he would be able to do a great Hal Jordan, but um, mm-hmm. you know I don't know how long he would be able to do it for. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's they mentioned Ryan Reynolds. I don't think we'll see that. I don't think it's completely impossible, but I think it would still be surprising. Uh, yeah. Would any names here jump out to you? Uh, yeah, like Ryan Reynolds. I know some people maybe have asked for that, but I don't. I get if I had to guess, I would say he doesn't want to do it, and I don't think. Warner Brothers wants to do it again with him. I think there's just too much of a bad taste that I don't know, maybe. But um yeah, like you said, Bradley Cooper, I think was both of our first picks. And so obviously if it went to him, I would be pretty happy. Um Jake Gyllenhaal, I think it could work with him. He wasn't in my list, but it's not a terrible choice. He's Army yeah, Ham- he's a good actor. I I don't necessarily see him as Hal, but I I'm sure he could pull it off good because he's a talented actor. Exactly. Um, Army Hammer, I know, has like teased and done a lot of stuff on Twitter and messed around and stuff. But I think, at least for what I'm hoping to see in the Green Lantern Corps movie, I think he might be a little too young to play Hal Jordan, actually. Right. I think he's right around 30, so he would definitely be younger. So not they wouldn't that wouldn't necessarily be an experienced Green Lantern. Although I mean, he could appear to be older. Yep. So if. Uh, but like you said, if any one of these people get the role, I, I wouldn't be too upset. They're all pretty talented actors, and so it's a good short list to have. Yeah, and you know, Warner Brothers hasn't approached any of these people yet, so we could be a long ways off from that from this. Um, from finding out who it might be, we might not. You know, we might need to find out a director first, and then yeah, a main cast. Uh, I think this does. Remember, Umberto also had the rumor that Justice uh, Justice League was going to have a Green Lantern cameo. Right. So you would think this would mean that that wouldn't be Hal, although, you know, there's still almost 10 months to add in a, a small cameo or a post-credit scene or however he would be involved. So, mm-hmm. all right, next up, David Ayer released kind of a, a a look back on Suicide Squad on Twitter, just responding to a fan who said they liked the movie. Uh, it's a long, not long, but long by Twitter standards letter, basically. You definitely want to check out. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. Show notes, but he talked about how he learned a lot, and there's some things he really liked that he did, and that he would like to go back and change if he could do it again. Uh, he talks about how it's a very commercially successful film. Uh, he did say if he had a time machine, he would make it a more grounded story and feature mm-hmm. Joker as the villain. Yeah, that would have 
be pretty awesome. I think a lot of people agreed that maybe um, the Joker should have had a bigger role in that film. And it's it's ref- it's nice to hear that the director agrees with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily would have wanted the Joker as a villain, although I think it could work. I think it, it works better as a Batman main villain. But yeah. I sort of liked him as a foil. Uh, that, I like that idea. But I definitely would have liked a more grounded villain, whoever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think the Riddler would have made sense in certain aspects or, or someone like that. But it's weird. It was weird. Like that's one of my only complaints about the film was seeing the squad fighting sort of a a mystical threat. Yeah. And he uh, before that, I think he talks about how he really took a lot of inspiration from the comics and how crazy and all over the place they are. Um, and that was maybe one of the big complaints that a lot of people had about the film is that you know, the story didn't necessarily fall in a straight linear fashion. It was kind of sometimes you'd have flashbacks or uh, jumping to other bits of story. And that was intentional. And he was trying to do it that with the comic book. But obviously, a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah, I know there were some complaints about that. I thought it made perfect sense. I thought it fit with the characters to sort of be um, just sort of high energy and sort of bouncing around a little bit. Uh, it, these are not traditional characters, so I wouldn't want to see a traditional film with them. Right. Uh, but he goes on to say, uh, this is a quote, I have to give the characters the stories and plots they deserve next time. So he's already planning for Gotham City Sirens, I'm sure. And I think I think this sort of means we're going to see a grounded villain. I think that's what we all wanted to see. Um, and I just think this is great that he's, you know, I like the film, but it's nice to see that he is still willing to learn from his mistakes, his successes and his failures. Yeah, definitely. There have been... Um there's been some other directors who maybe have not been quite so polite when they get some negative press and have, you know, kind of released these tirades on Facebook or Twitter where they're blaming everybody else for the film being messed up or just being angry in general. But it, it is really nice to see him, you know, he's seems to be taking the criticism constructively. Right. He's been incredibly professional about it. And he's also uh, shown that he's not just saying, Hey, I made this movie. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with right. it. Um, even if he did a lot of good things with it, he's still willing to improve. So, uh, it's just a cool thing. He also, at the end, he says that there's not some secret edit that is filled with a bunch of extra Joker scenes. So yeah. <laughs> like that's not locked up in a vault somewhere that we're never going to see. So that was, yeah, it's going to put that rumor to rest. <laughs> right. All right. And then our last piece of news for today, um, it's just some more details about the Supergirl and Flash musical crossover, which is coming in March. Uh, so March 20th and 21st, the episodes. Uh, so 20th will be Supergirl and 21st will be the Flash. Um, that will be the the crossover. Um, and it doesn't really start until the end of the Supergirl episode. Right. They kind of compared it to this this last crossover, which it means 30 seconds of crossover. Right. But <laughs> there might be more than that, but I wouldn't expect a full two-parter. Yeah. Um, and I didn't mention, but we're getting these uh, details from Deadline, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, but so cast members who will be singing, uh, Grant Gustin, who plays Flash, Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, Jesse L. Martin, who plays Joe, uh, Victor Garber, who's Dr. Stein, Carlos Valdez, who plays Cisco, Jeremy Jordan, who is Wynn, and John Barrowman, who is Malcolm Merlin, uh, will be singing. And then David Harewood, who's John Jones, Hank Henshaw, he will... M- and Chris Wood, who's Monel, will both be on the crossover, but they will not be singing. Yeah, so that looks like a lot of singing. Yes, it does. <laughs> Maybe it'll be got? a lot of choruses, people singing together. I don't know if all of them will be singing by themselves, but... 
I'm sure there's going to be a couple solos mixed in, and uh, I think the episode's titled The Duet, so yeah, uh, definitely going to be a lot of singing in this. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've talked a little bit, because there's been some other things that have come up with this episode, but it's, you know, it's not, I'm not like, you know, like super, super excited about it, but, you know, it's fun because these, all there's all this talent on the cast, singing talent, so it's, you know, it'll be exciting for them to get to use it, so... I'm glad that they'll get to do it and you know I guess I guess it's fun I'm not I don't love musicals but I guess it's fun to have a little one off just a goofy episode I'm not yeah. I'm not terribly excited about it but I know a lot of people are who like musicals so you know it's kind of some people like it some people don't it's just kind of how it goes Yeah it might bring in some people who wouldn't really watch the show otherwise so Yeah it is it is seeming to bring in some buzz uh a little bit for a I think just the fact that it's a crossover, but maybe a little extra buzz from a musical. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.